Hello and welcome to Life by Lil Radio. Uh, this is my podcast on being in wonder. And it's a uh, book that I'm writing. Uh, also, I'm being in wonder on other people being in wonder, using storytelling to create their own lives. My book, Create a Book of Wonder, um, is a creation in process that I'm sharing with everyone. And um, today's topic is how to be as cool as Pippi Langstocking. My name is Lil Eonermon Hansen. I'm Norwegian, but I do prefer to speak in English and write in English. So we'll see how it goes. So the the problem with inspirational quotes, and I'm getting to the quote that I'm, um, I'll share with you, is that they can lift us to new heights, only to smother our self-confidence. I, I don't know if you've noticed that sometimes you do find a quote and you cling on to this quote. And there is, uh, there is this one quote that, uh, which is more popular now than ever, and by testing it out for yourself and things you never have done before, it will either get you through the insecurity or it will build on it. So I found a way through it and an upgrade on the very quote. So the awesomeness which is Pippi. If you are from the north of Europe, you most likely grew up with her. The bold little girl with red hair, freckles and braids like antennas, living in a mansion of a house with a monkey, a horse, no parents and a chest full of gold coins. Her father is a pirate at sea and is due back any day now, she keeps saying. Now this character, Pippi Longstocking, she is just as popular as Winnie the Pooh and has just as much, uh, just as many quotes as he does. And people of all ages are inspired by her, as we can see with um, uh, leaders. I've seen leaders, and I wish I could remember who it was. I was at this she conference that we have here in Norway and there was this woman, this amazing woman, and she told uh, the audience that this very quote, um, she, had, she had it on, on her desk and she kept looking at it to pull her forward. Now, Pippi Longstocking, she is too much for most but just about right in her own opinion. And she has inspired young and old, as I said, both in the books themselves and as readers since 1945. Those who are offended, on the other hand, of her awesomeness are people who firmly believes there is a safety in rules and comfort in them. And this is one of the things that are in alignment with what I, um, what I am discovering and researching in being in wonder. Because to be in wonder, there are no rules. You have to be willing to be free from the rules um, for a certain amount of time. And the only problem with the rules is that they will never fit everyone. 
when we look closer on the effect of rules, they tend to inhibit more than they can guide. And this nine-year-old character in the children's book series already knows this. Being in wonder is her modem operandus, and no one can tell her otherwise. So, the effect of the of a quote um, is quite interesting to discuss. Um, there is a famous quote, and this is the quote that I was referring to, from Astrid Lindgren's books about Pippi Langstocking, uh, which nurses and leaders, as I said, salespeople, scientists, teachers, and just about anyone um, have taken to heart. It goes like this. I have never tried that before, so I think I should definitely be able to do that. It is a beauty of a quote. I used to have quotes like this on my walls just about anywhere in my home and I bought them from a poster store or an interior decorator store or made them myself. I used to make beautiful ones with gorgeous fonts to the point where the content was lost in all its fontness or I would have something jotted down on a post-it note. I was obsessed with them and I had given them the role to guide me forward to be my anchor towards my future goals. It didn't work and it only got me more lost. So I dramatically pulled them down and tore them apart as a punishment to them for not doing their job. But let's be honest, how could they? I was only willing to be inspired perfectly. Now here's Here's the challenge. I needed to do something I wasn't willing to do I will, in order to get the life I wanted. This was the key to my kingdom of get shit done. <laughs> and keeping, speaking of which, I do have a book um, called Get Your Shit Together by Sarah Knight that um, I would love to do a a little review on uh, in another pod podcast, so look out for that if you haven't already read it. I made it into a challenge to go all in and to see exactly how much I could fail at something. That's the challenge. This changed everything, and by the way, I also got a surplus of energy from not fighting myself and my demand for perfection at any given moment. And what a bonus that was. I realized at one point that my greatest fear was to fail. This was right about the time when I realized I was a closeted perfectionist. Again, another podcast. That was just a big revelation for me. I used to talk about other people being perfectionist. Why would they do that? Why would they spend time on it? Be free. I would certainly give them the space they needed to be everything that they wanted. And during the last year in writing this book, I've had so many revelations and I will share them here on this podcast with you. Uh, and uh, many other places where you can just read everything that I've uh, discovered uh, in addition to the book coming out in, uh, yeah, maybe fall of 2020. So 
I realized at one point that my greatest fear was really to fail. Like some level 10 perfectionist. Not getting anything done perfectionist. And the only way to set myself free was to go all in to fail. To reset the balance, as it were. And, and can you see how that would work? It's like, let's say that anything is like a stick. It's, um, it has a, an extreme in both ways. So if you see that um, to accomplish something, one extreme is to be a perfectionist and the other extreme is to fail completely. And the willingness to fail, the willingness to be everything. And for everything I was about to do that I felt the urge to avoid and say no to, even though I really wanted to do these things, I said to myself, let's see exactly how much I can fail at this. Now that's being in wonder. And it felt like such a relief saying this, and it just gave me pause. It gave, it, I gave myself the space to discover more than the aim of being the one who fails. So being the perfectionist withheld my ability to discover. And it turns out, uh, also, it was my way of getting back into this wonder mode, which is my preferred state of mind. Perfectionism in practice. I have been petrified for years of sending in my text to Norwegian magazines. Even though I am Norwegian, English makes more sense to me, as I said in the beginning, and the way I express myself. So writing in Norwegian has been something I have been dreading. I even considered asking a friend to translate my text who is at expert level at both languages and not shy about it. Of course, I realize how silly it was, but I, it just goes to show how much being, in, being a perfectionist leads to avoidance and procrastination. Now, I am writing on three articles to sell to a Norwegian magazine from my own words and not translated from English because I have decided to fail again and again and again. And let's see what it takes to be the one who is published in the Norwegian magazines. It is about following what gives you joy and do more of that. And even though perfectionism rears its ugly head, and maybe because it does, that's, that's why you should do it. So let's look at the success of failure. Uh, this morning I made scones for my teenage son. Uh, I had been desiring and dreading making scones for years and then my son made them for a school project and I watched him do it and helped out a little bit and uh, he loved them so for his birthday I decided to make them for his breakfast. They didn't rise as much as they should as his did but they tasted delicious and the technique of cutting them out of the dough made me feel right professional and I had my favorite podcast on and thoroughly enjoyed myself at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> Did I hate on me for not making them perfect? No. 
the feeling I got from doing it anyway, from not letting the perfectionist stop me, was such a release of happiness that my only thought was I will Google what I can, can do to make them rise, as I did. So I made an upgrade of the quote, a new version. I mean, Astrid Lindgren wrote this quote in the late 1940s, so I, it was due for an upgrade, and my version is this. I have never tried that before, and I am willing to see how much I can fail at it, so I think I should definitely be able to do that. Now, this text can also be read on medium.com. Um, you find my links down below to my Medium account. If you can't find it, it's Lil Nermon Hansen uh, or Lil Oyun, as the name handle is. And I have just about 30 other articles in there um, where I explore things from my book of Creating Book of Wonder and, and other things that I explore. So come on over and you can also find all the links you would ever need to anything I have made on my website lifebylil.com, hence the name this podcast, Life by Lil Radio. And um, I look forward to seeing you one day and... Um, do comment down below if you have any comments or queries and I would love to also uh, look at topics that you are interested in. Uh, I know I've had some queries about um, job applications, which I do quite easily. Even though I don't work for other people, I'm really good at <laughs> making job applications and applying for work. So. That will be a topic for a later date and have a most wonderful time in this corona time at home with your loved ones or alone. And what is right about this that we're not getting right now? And let's be in wonder and I'll see you next week or hear you next week on this podcast. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.